Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Drew Wilson back with another episode of Narwhals. We're on episode 11. What's up, Kieran? Hey, what's going on? We took a decent-sized break there. Decent-sized break. An unscheduled break, but, you know, that's how it goes um, with lives that are busy. Lives get in the way. And with kids. and Yeah, so we're back. We're excited. Hopefully, uh, the show will become more regular. Right now, I personally, I know Kieran is as well. We're just in, like, a super busy time of our lives. Um with uh, products in general, not to... There's a lot going on. I feel like a lot yeah. of people that I've talked to, there's a lot going on. Maybe just the holidays, it's that end of year sort of thing. Yeah, end of year push. Get this out. It's so, a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, let's talk about some changes going on in our lives. And I know everyone else can relate to this kind of stuff. Well, maybe you guys will find it kind of interesting. But um, I know you got yourself a new venture starting up, Kieran. Yeah. Let's- that's true. We um, so a couple months ago now, I suppose, um, I started a new a new venture. We're calling ourselves kind of a, a venture lab. There's no, it's kind of hard to describe ourselves. We are finding as we as we try to uh, actually describe ourselves to people. Um, mm. There's six of us uh, in San Diego. We're based out of, out of uh, downtown San Diego. Uh, we're called Cursive Labs. It's kind of a new uh, kind of an interesting model where. Um, we're basically going to be spending the next couple of years, at least to, to start, uh, ideally much longer than that, but uh, building out just a whole bunch of different ideas, a whole bunch of different products uh, from apps to platforms to services uh, that we think are interesting. And we kind of have the, the bandwidth and the ability uh, to kind of move quickly uh, and the goal to move quickly. Um, by that, I mean get a product, do some, uh, take an idea do the do the research, put it through you know a very um, re- refined process of of poking holes in it, uh, see what what sort of legs it could potentially have, uh, what the you know what competition it has, and quickly try to vet something, decide to go move on something, and then build it to the point where it it has legs or doesn't relatively quickly. Um, so, we, so it's like every indie developer's dream. It's like you get to do whatever you want, make something exactly. you think is cool, but you get a team around it and you got money around it. It's a cool team with some money around it, and yeah, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a blend between um, just going and building an app and raising money around building an app, and then if it fails, you're kind of SOL. But who cares? You whatever. Uh, it's not your money. It's kind of a blend between that model, which is uh, not that it's broken, but it's very difficult. We've talked about that before. Um, and it's, and the VC model, right. Where it's like, uh, you're kind of either all, either on one side or the other. And this is kind of a, an interesting little blend where we're fully expecting, you know, not every idea is going to work. We're going to do a whole lot of research and hopefully only, only move on the, the good ones that have a lot of potential, but we're very prepared that, uh, you know, three months in four months in, we've got an MVP, it's functioning, there's people using it. We have uh, a ton of metrics. We've been measuring the, the heck out of the thing. Uh, we can pull the plug on it. We're just like, this isn't worth putting more time or more money into, so we're moving on. Um, so it's kind of cool. It's kind of a, it's exciting. It's a unique model. It's downtown San Diego. We're very, um, you know, cognizant of that. We, would, we want to be very uh, by San Diego, pro San Diego. Uh, so it's been, it's been kind of fun yes. getting, it, getting it set up and, and you guys already have a couple products, right? We are. We're currently in uh, beta uh, on two different products. One of which is a. It's called Spoutable, which is a an, an uh, exit intent ad network. Uh, that's kind of. It's been very interesting. I, I haven't had a whole lot of experience. You know. Did you say exit intent? Exit intent. 
so the the, the kind of key behind it is we're doing it's it's delivering uh, premium high quality ads as you as your visitors are leaving your site. Uh, so it's not it's not something that is obtrusive. It's not something that takes up space. It's, it's only as you are about to we detect when you're about to leave the site and then show ads. Um, so that thing that'll that'll be very interesting. I think that's kind of neat. It's been. It's been fun, like you, you know me. Is it like one of those things where, like you, you leave a website? It's like, are you sure you want to leave? No, we don't. We don't block uh-huh. you. It's not like the, uh, <laughs> it's not that back button hijacking crap that uh, everybody hates. It's a, and it's not that there's 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 a whole bunch of other things where they like open a window behind your window, so you never even know it's there until you go to like close. And there's cro- like a slot machine animation. Yeah, it's been going <laughs> this whole time. You thought you thought those like slot machine noises were just part of your music. Uh, yeah. None of that. It's not. Uh, it's not nearly as uh, 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 obtrusive or. I gotta say though, ugly. I never really run into those ever, unless it's like one of those sites that you click through on Facebook, <laughs> yeah. where it's like some knockoff of BuzzFeed or something, and it's some like top ten list of this or that. You know, yeah. It's, the, it's always only those sites for me that that. That's where they have show up. Kind of... That's where they get you. Um, so that's the that's the one of the products that's currently in beta that's been kind of interesting just um i mean you know me it's like i've I've built a whole bunch of apps a whole bunch of different like uh various products and, and stuff but ne- never have i dealt with a building an ad network before so it's it's a whole it's a whole different ball game an ad network is the um is the first thing that i made that i sold no kidding oh what was that called yeah it was called yogurt it still exists it still exists yeah. whoever bought it they're running with it yeah, buy sell ads, buy it. Yeah, it's crazy. It's uh, it's pretty it's pretty cool. It's just a a whole a whole bunch of learning going on uh, yeah. along the way. And then the other the other product's called uh, Bumblecast, which is is kind of like a, an affiliate network uh, for helping your. Uh, it's really event based. Uh, you know, finding more people to come to your event. So if you're uh, if you're putting on a a uh, you know a half marathon or a ten k or one of these like color runs or or whatever. Uh, and you need you know to double your your uh, the the number of people who are coming to to do your event. Uh, we're kind of gonna going to be leveraging um, other events who have who have giant databases worth of worth of people, uh, and hopefully being able to kind of connect everybody and and boost everybody's uh, you know attendance. Yeah. So that one's kind of cool. that one's kind of cool too. It's a uh, those are both in beta and uh it's pretty neat that uh we have three of the guys who who are have founded Cursive Labs with with me are formerly uh, active network down here in San Diego. So they they know that space really well. Uh so They're formerly what network? Active network that was down here in San Diego. That's kind of their uh they kind of had a similar a similar model, very event based. No, it's a Is big it? uh it was a big like event registration networking a uh, company that was down down here in San Diego. Gotcha. I think they still they still are. They sold a year or two ago, but they're still here. They're still operating. That's cool. Very cool. And you guys just started what, like a few months ago, right? Uh yeah, we kind of September first, I think. So yeah, a few months now. Nice, nice. And this, I saw the um, uh, the web pages for what you're doing. We'll link them up in the show notes, but they look really superb, dude. Yeah, thanks, man. So it's been a lot of. Yeah. Uh, it's been a lot of work. Uh, yeah, I think I mentioned to you <laughs> last time we talked. I'm like, "Do you have 50 percent of the company? Because you're doing 50 percent of the work." <laughs> <laughs> right. It's it's 
Because you're doing all the design, all the front end development. Well, I'm doing a lot of iOS development. I'm doing a lot of the work that you, that you can see right now. There's a lot of a lot of work going on that is not. Oh yeah, is not yeah, of course. Nearly as Back, visual. Yeah, no, yeah, I understand. I understand. But uh, no, but yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate. But that. what people see is what the product is. So <laughs> very true, very true. But the people seeing yeah. the product have to get there in the first place. Yeah. No, I know. I know what you're trying to do right now. You're trying to say your friends are worth it too, and I agree. <laughs> Trying to be definitely trying agree. to be a PC here. Definitely agree. But it's been a lot of work. I know, uh, and obviously we haven't done a show since uh, we talked with Ashley, and I think that was like a month ago, uh, if not yeah. over that. So it's been a lot of. It's been very, very busy. Uh, and yeah, every one of these companies has a site and a style guide and a uh, logo and a icon. And uh, in addition to actually doing some of the front end dev, so yeah, it's been a lot of. It's been a lot of work, and I know you're kind of uh, in a similar boat where. You've been super busy. You're you're kind of uh, burning the candle on both ends. What what have you got going? I know we've seen some what some we've seen some pictos. Uh, what does what mean? <laughs> burning the candle on both ends. You've never heard that? <laughs> no, but that's totally I, a thing. Like, I know. I if believe there's you. a candle that you were holding in your hand and it's burning on both ends. You'd be like, man, this candle is going really fast. No, I'd be like, man, who the heck invented something <laughs> who that burns a, on both who ends? Who put a wick on this other side? <laughs> It's the kind of candle that just lays. Is this down. one wick? Yeah. What do I do? <laughs> do I hang this? That's funny. <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny. Yeah. No. It has been a while, man. Yeah. I, I'm looking at the site now. October 20th uh, was when we talked to Ashley. And it feels like to me. It feels like yesterday. It feels like yesterday, but it also feels like <laughs> like last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Been really busy. Um, so having a a pretty big. Uh, change coming up soon. Ooh. Gonna become a nomad. Oh, a nomad. <laughs> so no more Washington. Yeah, no more Washington. So I moved here. For those of you who don't know, if you didn't listen to the first episode, um, I've been in Carlsbad, North San Diego County, for uh, like 12, uh, 12 or thirteen years. And um, and then my wife and I, and my kids, moved up to Washington State to be near family for a year because um, she's wanted to do that for a long time. My wife has. And so we got here, and we it's it's been nice because it's a really 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 warm summer. Um, but we got up here, and we realized, you know what? Because we talked about it for a while, like uh, RVing around the U.S. And we're like, yeah, there's really no way we can do that with little kids. We'll wait till they're older. But and then uh, we were driving up to our family's house, like two hours away. I'm like, you know what? Let's just do it. <laughs> and Screw so everything that we said before. Yeah. So within like a week, we decided officially and. And so we had to talk to our landlord and got the okay to find somebody else to take over our lease, that kind of thing. And so we're going to be out of here at the six-month mark instead of the one-year mark. And Does your year start over? Um, <laughs> yeah, what, what the idea is um, we're going to see about doing it for a full year. Like our, We're kind of like, yeah, eight months is going to be like the minimum of time if we're going to be all the way on the other side of the U.S. So like, right. we'll, it'll at least be eight months, and maybe that'll be it. But maybe we'll do it for a full year. We'll see. Um, uh, but yeah, we're going to, we're going to, I'm getting a fifth wheel, which is kind of like a trailer, except it hooks into the bed of your truck. So it's kind of like over your truck as well. And you have a truck now. Um, yeah, yeah. We've always had one car. And so I sold our Honda Pilot, got the biggest truck that you can buy, a consumer truck that isn't like a work truck. So it's a Ford 350, <laughs> uh, one ton dually. So that means it's got four wheels on the back, two wheels in the front. 
and it's an eight-foot bed. So it's like this 24-foot truck. It's huge. Jeez. And it's a diesel, and it's, it's a monster. It's retarded fast. Um, even, with the, and, even with the fifth wheel? Well, no, I don't have the fifth wheel yet. So. But it will be. <laughs> yeah, they're probably not going to go that fast <laughs> with the fifth wheel. But a little less I don't know. It's, it's a massive motor. It's like one of the biggest motors you could buy. Um, and uh, it's, uh, it gets like 21 miles to the gallon. Um, but when I start telling stuff, a I'm, giant truck. Yeah, it's that's like what our Honda Pilot got. I'm gonna get um, uh, like nine or ten when we're when we start pulling this trailer. We're gonna get a forty foot um, fifth wheel, so it's gonna. I'm basically gonna be the size of a semi truck. I never never driven anything Holy that cow. big <laughs> all over the U.S. But we're not gonna like since we have li- my kids are little four, two, and one, so we're not gonna go in really off the beaten path spots maybe occasionally but for the most part we're going to stay on the beaten path you know you're going to beat it down some more yeah yeah exactly we're going to go to rv parks we're not really going to um go out in the middle of the wilderness um maybe when our kids are a little older like teenagers or something we'll do this again and then we'll do that but um so you're going to be starting this at this at the new year is that the goal yeah january 1st is is our move out date here so that's when we'll Head on out. We're gonna follow the weather, so we're gonna go south. Yeah. And we're gonna I was about to say, a- you, you realize like the they're saying the country's gonna get hit by a, a pretty gross winter again, right? Really? That's what they said. I mean, last year was pretty gross for the majority. I mean, not not Cal- not Southern California, of course. But- well, well, we'll be we'll by the time we leave Florida because we're gonna go down south and then take our time going across the bottom, mm-hmm. and we'll be in Florida until March. Middle of March, I have to speak at a conference called Squares Conference. So I'll be there for that. So we'll go to Florida, and we're going to stay at, at uh, Disney World for two weeks. Sweet. Disney, Wor- Disney World has an RV park, so we're going to stay. That's true. I've done that before. Yeah. Or not the RV park. They have like a whole campground, too. Like I've stayed yeah, there that's, with my that's family it. before. That's it. That's it. That's Fort the Wilderness? campground and RV park. Yeah, Fort Wilderness. Yeah, I've been there. You've been there? I've stayed there in like a cabin with my family once, yeah. No way. Is it super it's nice? It's pretty super- sweet, yeah. it's. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's Disney World, so it's like, it's How awesome. How you? Um, twelve maybe. Oh, this is like a long time ago. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's still awesome. Yeah, no, it looks freaking awesome. So we're gonna be there for like two weeks and go see uh, the NASA Kennedy Space Center. I've done that. We did that while we were there. No way. Yeah. This is like and a. Can I come? Can I just? Can I tag along? <laughs> can I really? Do they have uh, sixth wheels? <laughs> yeah. Then we're gonna go down to uh, Key West, and I would love to spend. A month there, but um, we just won't have the time to do that. Um, but spend as long as I can down there because that's my kind of jam. It's like the tropical weather. Yeah. So then we'll head back to Texas, go see some family, extended relatives in Oklahoma, then cut back across to the Georgia coast and then make our way up for a few months uh, up the East Coast. Uh, my wife and I have done it once before, mm. um, but we didn't go past New York um, so this time we'll go all the way up to the tip of the tip of the tip top. And then there's this lake called Lake Champlain in Vermont. Okay. And um, I don't really know anything about it except the name and the fact that there we get these chocolates from this chocolatier over on Lake Champlain. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's, a, that's perfect. Well, that's upset. exactly why you'd be going. That's a... so that's, I'm not kidding. That's why we're going. <laughs> we, we saw Should we get some... an RV? Yeah, why? Yeah. <laughs> well, chocolate... Yeah, so Lake Champlain has this uh, chocolatier. Um, I'm forgetting the name. I think it's just Lake Champlain chocolate or something like that. And uh, so, but the lake looked awesome. They have like a super cool RV park there. Sweet. 
fancy one and so we'll go stay there on the lake maybe for like a month or something so i don't know it'll be kind of cool this is really just a uh a drew wilson tour you're doing here <laughs> you should like put you need to create like a sign up form where people can like put in uh their name in their cities requesting you to like stop by and have a coffee <laughs> or something no i thought about that i thought about uh, visiting different companies and stuff but i don't know how practical it's going to be with you know kids so right <laughs> probably not practical right. at all like someone was like you should come visit me in new york city i'm like dude I'm going to have a 40-foot Can you park that thing? Trailer. Uh, even in the state? <laughs> I'm like, the, the streets are too small for my car. Uh, yeah, I'm like, there's no way I'm going into the city. But he's like, you could take a train. And I'm like, yeah, not really Maybe. worth it with three little kids. Yeah. They're not going to care. I'm not going to care. So, um, Yeah, so we'll be, uh, we'll be visiting more um, open-type areas. But it'll be fun. See America. I did a road trip when I was 17. My brother and I. He was stationed in Groton, Connecticut, and I flew out there, and we drove from Groton all the way to Washington State uh, across the top of the U.S., and we drove through a blizzard, and we saw some stuff. So I'll do that again. We're going to come back uh, in the fall time across the top of the U.S. and kind of zigzag up and down, hit a few states. We're not going to yeah. try at all to hit 50 states. No way. Just going to do what we what we want. But um, Just the highlights. Yeah, yeah see, some, see some cool stuff and... Try to stay a decent amount of time in each location. Otherwise, you know, it's going to be hard to do any sort of work whatsoever because if you drive in every other day, there's no way you're going to have time to work. So I am going to be working um, while I'm out there. So I've got in in one of the rooms in the RV, our master (laughs) bedroom. In the east wing. Yes, there is a dresser and a bed. And the dresser has like this little desk. It's literally the only RV fifth wheel model of any make. Um, that has a built-in desk, but it's kind of a joke. It's enough to like fit your knees under and a chair, and you can't scoot back or anything. It's a <laughs> very small space, so my iMac will fit there. You're, you're, yeah, I was, I was going to ask you're actually holding on to the the 5K iMac. That's going to work. Yep, yep. iMac will fit there, and pretty much nothing else will fit there. So um, I have a little external 17 inch or 16 inch um, one one uh, X monitor, just a USB powered one that I bought recently to prepare for this uh, that I'll pull up every now well, all the time, actually. Probably put it on top of the dresser <laughs> right next to it. But anyhow, it'll be fun. It'll be a very big change, that's, obviously. Yeah, man. That's Well, first of all, that's awesome. Second of all, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but back to the back to the first one. No, that's. I think it's really cool. And I think, you know, I like I definitely did a lot of road trips with my family when I was younger, too. And it's uh, and I still remember it like, very well. I remember going to these various... Um, you know, monuments in these different states and these different cities. And, um, I think it's kind of cool. I think it'll be, I'm kind I'm excited for your kids to, to like have that. And in a year is a ridiculously long amount of time relative to, you know, when I did it, it was like for a week or two, um, yeah. with my field and, and then we were back home. So I think that's, that's really cool. They're gonna have a lot of time to, to soak in new things. It's like, I've been thinking about that even just now, you know, my daughter is 17 months now and she, um, and it's funny because it's like they've she hit she's hit this state now, where uh, I don't know what it is, but everything that I that I do with her or take her to, like I feel like I'm seeing it through her eyes now, and it's yeah, like such totally. a there's everything yeah. is fun, like everything is enjoyable. Oh, yeah. we're, we're bailing on Thanksgiving here in a couple of days. And uh, we're going up to Disneyland instead. We're just. Oh, like, I was just gonna say, have you gone to Disneyland recently with her? <clears throat> nope, but that's what we're gonna. That's what we're doing on Thursday. Instead of uh, cooking a meal, we're we're taking one off. Um, Get yourself a freaking season pass. Yeah, dude. I was Take looking into it. Time, you'd have dude. to go more. You'd have to go fairly frequently to. 
I mean, you have to go like yeah. several times a year. I don't know if we're in the. We s- went like two times a month with our kids, and it's that would be worth it. Blast. That would be very worth it. Yeah, but I'm super stoked just to see it. Like, it's gonna be so fun to watch her watch everything. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. You'll get addicted to it, dude. That's like I wouldn't have bought a season pass if it weren't for my kids. My kids like had so much fun, and we had so much fun as a result. Um, I mean, I had fun at Disneyland as an adult. Yeah, too. It's, yeah way totally. better when you. It's way better when you have kids than as an adult. And uh, so we end up getting season pass, and then we just got it year after year because we would always go there just so often. Right. Like Did you get the? Uh, do you have the Southern California resident yeah. pass? They've gotten rid of yeah. that. They did? Yeah, you can be grandfathered into it. So if you still have it, you can continue to renew it. Uh, oh, but they got no, we it. let ours expire because we moved up here. It just expired. There you go. You should have given it to me and I would have renewed it for you. Ah, poo. Why'd they get rid of it? That's dumb. I have no idea. But that is gone. But they've upped their prices the last few years, every year. So there's no shortage of people going to Disneyland. That's for show. But I've never been to Disney World. I've only been to the parking lot like two years, <laughs> three years ago. You made it that far. Yeah, Sarah and I were visiting my grandparents, and at the time, my son was like nine months old, and um, and so he was too little to like go on any rides, and we didn't want to pay the enormous price just for like a few right. hours because we only had a little bit of time. Yeah. So we went into downtown Disney there. Dude, Disney Disney World uh, is it's going to blow awesome. my mind. Yeah, it's if you like Disneyland, this is a uh, Disney World's freaking awesome. I want to go yeah. right now. Yeah, I freaking can't wait. I can't wait. But yeah, so it'll be fun. It'll be it'll be a good year. I mean, uh, I don't know. It's because of the fact that we made a huge change and moved up from uh, California up to Washington, got rid of a bunch of stuff. the The opportunity to shed all of our belongings mm-hmm. was so attractive that I just couldn't pass it up. And so I literally sold off everything um, when we uh, when we actually leave for the road trip we'll have a very small like five by ten storage space we're going to rent with like you know our you know photo albums as, of us as kids and like right. you know little things that you don't need on a day-to-day keep. basis yeah that will that will store while we're gone and then everything else we're going to take will have to fit in the rv with us and so that will be all we have and uh, it'll be amazing because then our kids will be used to, and we will be used to a small space. I mean, we're going from right now our house is 6,200 square feet. <laughs> oh, jeez. Going down to 400 to 450 square oh, feet man. will be awesome. And then when we move back to Carlsbad, because um, we had a pretty good-sized house before in Carlsbad, and um, it's difficult to find another one of those because we had a killer deal as close to the beach as we were. Right. And so now when we move back, we'll be like used to a super small space. So we'll get like a three bedroom house and it'll be like, seem like massive to us. So <laughs> we like can't great. find each other. Yeah, it'll be great. Um, and so, we'll, yeah, we'll be back in Carlsbad when we're done. Kind of toying with the idea of going to Hawaii for a year, but we're still kind of like, yeah, you know what? The benefits for us with Hawaii over California is the water and snorkeling and stuff. Right. And we can't really do that with our kids at the age they are with three of them. You know, it's kind of difficult to have as two parents to manage a one-year-old, two-year-old, <laughs> yeah. and four-year-old yeah, in the water without playing, them dying. You're playing zone defense underwater. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. seems so, like a bad idea. So we're like, yeah, we'll probably have to wait till they're a little older, you know, because for us it wouldn't be like a long-term thing to move to Hawaii. It would just be like for a year, so it's not really worth it at this stage. So we'll probably wait a little longer, but I don't know. Maybe we'll be in Hawaii. That's all, just take the RV there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be a little expensive. Does the F three fifty uh turn into a, a boat too? 
it should those amphibian uh, trucks. It should be a, amphibious trucks. Yeah, it should be a feature. But yeah, it's gonna be exciting. Gonna have uh, gonna have a lot of challenges. Gonna have to like learn up on changing tires and all that kind of poop. Yeah, I bought a kind of a newer car. It's not brand new because I don't want to pay the market price, but I got as new as I possibly could. Um, so it's only two years old. So that way, and with as low as miles as I possibly could, so that way I don't have to deal with anything. Because I don't want to even think about my car. I just want to have fun. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't want any tires blown up. I don't want to have to change anything. So work-wise, are you, uh, have you, you've kind of unloaded some of your, some of the oh, products yeah, you're working right, on, right? Yeah, like yeah. just to, cause you're not even going to have what time you do have to work. Like you're not going to be able to, to do a, a ton of stuff. So you've, you've kind of started lightening that load as well, right? Totally. Yeah. No, I totally forgot about that. Um, yeah, I, because of the fact that, you know, I will definitely for sure have less time to work because just, you know, the nature of driving from place to place. And, and then of course, wherever you're going, it's like new and beautiful and you're going to want to check it all out with your kids and stuff. So I'm going to have a lot less time to work. Um, and so it also was a good excuse to do what I've wanted to do for a long time. And that's pare down on what I'm doing and focus on, um, you know, one or two things versus a bunch of other things. And, and try not to make new things. It's very difficult for me to try not to make new things. Yeah, for sure. Um, which I've loved making new things. And, and I understand that, you know, you can get more done on a, on a particular app if you focus. But you can't get more done as a human being if you focus on one app. As a human being, you can get more experience by diversifying, obviously. It's just the way science works. Um, so I've enjoyed diversifying and being diversified. But it'll be, I've, I've wanted to focus on Plasso and Filtron for a while so this would be a good reason to start making that a habit. For sure. And and so I got I handed um Rune over to Sam and there's probably an announcement I can't really talk about right now, but oh, pretty soon uh, with that. And then uh and then build it with me. I'm passing off um to another team um that I haven't fully finished passing off to them. And then uh Another one. Oh, actually, you know what? I can't say anything <laughs> yet about that one. But I, um, I'm, I, uh, Namebox. I someone else is taking over Namebox, and um, so I got. See, it's three. Yeah, you re- you really are cleaning uh, cleaning house here. Yeah, yeah, and the Picto server. I a long time ago made no more signups. I support the current customers on it, but no more signups has been that way for like a year and a half or more. Um, so really, once. Um, when I move out of here, I, the goal is, and it's, and it's looking that way, is I'm just going to have Plasso and Filtron. And, and then I decided to do more Picto's icons yeah. because I need money to buy my RV. So. <laughs> well, speaking of that, they look great. All the, uh, the previews hey, that we've seen. What, when, uh, when's it coming out? Oh, man. Um, I think I said this to you earlier on the, before we I'm, I, the I'm acting like I, you didn't say it before. Hey, my, Drew, when's I, it come out? No, 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 no. What I'm about to say is what I told you. My eyes are like glue right now. You <laughs> know when you like stay up all night and your eyes are so dry? Yeah. Like, so it's been insane. Been trying to get this out ASAP because I really need the sales to do well so I can buy my RV so we can actually go. <laughs> so this is, this is a plea. This so, is a plea to everybody. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, heavens. If you don't buy it, at least share it. Um, but uh, yeah, so new Pictos, um, been under the mindset of uh, it's easier to create value than to justify price. And the icon lands- landscape has changed drastically since when I came out with the original Pictos back in early 2010. Mm-hmm. It's been 
what happened to the app store has been a race to the bottom as far as price goes. And at some point, I'm going to come up with a, uh, an article and maybe even a whole website around trying to rallying people together, uh, other independent developers, to charge higher prices and make it like a thing, like a not like necessarily a, a pixel badge they can put on their site, but like a badge that they can talk about and say like, oh, no, I'm following this philosophy. You know, something, I just want to make like a movement for people to charge higher prices because this is something that we as humans have control of. Like we can decide as a community that we're not going to deal with this race to the bottom crap and make our lives more difficult <laughs> because, right. you know, the, the whole the – whole, I, I went through it too. I'm like, you know, if I just charge less, everyone's going to buy mine, you know? Yeah. And that's the, – there. And and every market comes to like a point where it's like, okay, this is about the normal price that consumers say, yeah, this is you know this is worth this amount of money, um, and, and developers say, yeah, I can make this and make a living in charging this amount of money. You know, yeah. It first starts off astronomically high, and then it comes down to that price. And then if the industry, if if people start making poor business decisions, which happened with the App Store and which has happened with icons and. WordPress themes as well. If people start doing a race at the bottom where they charge less and less and less, and that's their differentiator, like the reason you should buy mine is, you know, their marketing says how great they are, but really the whole reason you should buy theirs is because it's cheaper. And when you start devaluing stuff like that, it just, it never ends. And so I want to see about doing with icons first and then hopefully apps and everything. But I'd, I'd love for people to start charging higher prices and not feeling bad about it because people come in with no idea what to do. Like, how do I make money? Okay, I guess right. lower price, you know? Yeah, no, it's very true. And I think it's not just, um, it's not just for goods. It's not just for uh, deliverables. It's, it's, even, it's even bigger than that. Like, I think you no longer necessarily have to prove uh, – monetization and not even to prove that to, to other people, like prove that to potential acquirers or to, uh, or for the sake of evaluation, like it doesn't, uh, it's no longer nearly as important. Like, and that's, uh, you know, that, I guess that is what it is, but I think to your point with, you know, like the icon mar- uh, uh, landscape or, or the app store, like that definitely leads to oversaturation and it, lo- it leads to significantly uh, a worse experience and lower standards. Like not to, mm-hmm. um, not there's anything wrong with, with uh, Instagram, but I feel like Instagram's purchase was kind of like that, the, the big one that I took note of where it was like, here's a company that just got sold for a billion dollars and it's never made a dime. Um, yep. Like, monetization uh is no longer isn't this this big valued thing it's it's users and i feel like there's a lot of pressure then if you're going to go build this really uh you know high-end uh social network for whatever for whatever niche network that you're building you're building this app for it you better be free like there's this like understood uh if you charge for this you're just shooting yourself in the foot because why make money when you can get users um and then eventually sell or some or something. Uh, yeah, and because of the current state of the app store, like if you did come out with a competitor to Instagram, but it was paid, it probably would have a very difficult time yeah. taking on, you know, because no one's going to want to pay. And so, so for me, like this whole thing would be revolving around things that are already like purchasable goods, and just just basically telling people it's okay to raise the price. Let's start raising the price so we can get back to working on stuff, you know, because as a developer in the app store. I'll make an app like I did with the calculator one, but I'm probably not going to touch it ever again, or maybe I will at some point. But right. uh, it, it, you can't make money off of it, so why would I? You know, I just want to make it because I want it for myself, and hey, might as well share it with everyone else. 
That's yeah. my motive for I've making it. I've made a it. bunch of apps like that. Yeah, and that's that's most everyone's motive. And and then and then people, you know, assume that oh no, there's a developer behind this making it. You know, please add more features, make this work better. That kind of thing. It's like no, you don't understand. Like you're not paying me. No one's paying me. I don't have time to do that. Right. Like, this app isn't even paying me. You're welcome for at least you know giving you something that you know works halfway the way you want it to. You know. So I don't know. It's it's yeah. We are the ones making this stuff and we are the ones making it harder for ourselves you know um so i don't know yeah it's there was a buddy of mine just was about to launch these icons and he's like oh i'm gonna charge like 69 dollars i'm like oh my gosh dude there's he literally has 1500 icons and he's got variations on them so he's we're talking thousands of icons and then like 69 dollars i'm like he's like yeah i want to charge like 129 but i know no one would buy it I'm like, screw that, just do 129. Like, so it's that kind of thing. Like, he, he's literally spent eight months on these icons. He's going to sell them for $69. Like, of course, he'll make money. Yes, yes, yes. But eight months? Oh my gosh, dude. Like, yeah, he would have to sell a lot of those to justify eight yeah. months. Yeah. And see, the thing is, like, 129 versus $69. Every single person out there who's making websites will be fine with either one of them. Of course, there's going to be cheapskates, and of course, people would rather pay 69 than 129 But people will still pay 129 if that's all that's you know there. And so if we as like an industry raise our prices, then it becomes the norm that it's higher price. And then developers can sustain themselves on this stuff because the cost of living isn't going up. You know, the cost of living is staying the same. It's just what they're getting paid is up. So... I don't know. I think it'd be great for quality and 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 for the industry in general if we didn't let everything be erased to the bottom. Yeah, it's tough. I think it's definitely a uh, it is a, a kind of a weird issue, and I think it's to your point. Like it's it requires kind of a a collective initiative. There's no um, if you just go and do it, uh, you're gonna be you're gonna be in the in the same boat. You're gonna be facing that battle alone like it definitely has to be a, a, a collective effort it, it goes through waves too it's like I've, i remember even in the apps building apps for the app store like at the start everybody was kind of charging around like two to three bucks and that was just okay and then quickly everything dropped to 99 cents within a year or two and i was like you better do that and then it bounced back up to like 199 uh mm-hmm. or 299 just because like there was this weird like perception of value uh thing that 99 cents were the new like cheap crap apps because that's when it started getting flooded and saturated and now the looking at like the top 50 all these 199 apps and 299 apps started to surface again and then it all just went way you know right back down like it'd be go through the app store right now what what's the first like what's the first app you see on the paid app store that's higher than 99 cents or higher than a bug 99 it's um it is definitely well beyond that saturation point but i do agree uh you know, you, you pay for value, you pay to support the people who are building these things. And, and that's something that, um, not only do we have to collectively agree on, but we have to collectively, you know, take action on. And, um, I don't know. So what are you going to price them at? Uh, I'm going to do $39. Um, and it's going to be essentially for all the pictos, you're going to be paying $78 because the way I broke it up before and the way most people break it up, um, uh, is you have your vectors and then you have your like PNGs and you could buy either one of them and they're you know usually the same or different prices mm-hmm. and so basically you're paying for different formats you know there's a developer pack and a designer pack that kind of thing um, but I'm gonna do it differently this time I have this 
So I have like um, the outlined icons and then the filled in icons. So I call them lines and solids. And you can buy those for 39 bucks with, you know, all the formats, you know, PNGs, vectors, fonts, all everything. Right. And then you can buy the colored versions, which I'm calling colors. And those ones, I've taken the time to go into each icon and add multiple vector layers and, you know, make them not just flat, uh, solid color, but they still have like a flat look to them. But some of them got like, I don't know, they, they just look good. They yeah, like they pop out their... What I, what, I don't know. They look like icons that you would find on not flat designs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Normal icons all the way up until two years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds great. We'll say that. <laughs> okay. Um, they're called colors. And, uh, and then those ones, because they take a lot more time um, to, to make, uh, then those ones are you can pay for them separately. And they have different formats. You can't make them a font, and you can't make them uh, a couple other formats. But right. they will be in a variety of formats as well, and those are $39. So you can buy the basically the black and white ones, the lines and solids for 39 bucks, and you can buy the colors for 39 bucks. So if you buy all of them, it's $78. And I'm splitting Picto's Redo, which is what I'm calling the new Picto stuff, uh, into four parts, possibly five, I don't know, just however many I want to do, but at least four. And so there's going to be 275 icons in each part. So part one, which is coming out any time, any day now. <laughs> as soon as you finish um, this. Yeah, as soon as I finish it. Uh, that will be part one, and it will have 275 icons, but there's three variations. There's lines, solids, and colors. And so the solids, it's not like I just went in an illustrator and just hit fill. Uh, you have to like outline things properly, and there's a bunch of other work that goes into yeah. it. So. So there's really three variations on each icon. So it's 825 See, icons. This strikes me as a tremendous amount of work. <clears throat> it is. I've been working on it for like weeks straight, solid. Yeah. Like if but, you were, uh, in a metaphor, like if you were a candle, <clears throat> you're probably burning on both ends. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right? I mean. <laughs> if I was a candle, I would <laughs> be burning on like. both ends. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... So that'll be part one, and then I'll do a part two, which I already, like, I made more than 275 icons, and then I narrowed down the ones I wanted um, for part one. You know, things that made sense cohesively to go together. And then, you know, part two will have different different icons in part three and then part four. And so once I'm done with part four, then the Pictos Redo will pretty much have all icons that you'll need, you know? Um, so. Sweet. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. So that'll be cool when that comes out. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I hope it does well. I hope you get your, your fifth wheel. I hope I'll get my fifth are we, wheel. Are we still podcasting from the road? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm getting a new uh, podcast. So if any of you listening to this, I don't know, it might be sold by the time you hear this, but I'm selling my uh, my road podcaster, awesome mic, but I don't have room for it <laughs> in the uh, RV. So I'm getting this little, oh, man, it's called a, it's called a mic. It's by, um, shoot, who's it by? Uh, It'll be in the show notes. Yeah, it's called Mike, and it's by Apogee, or you, you know that company, Apogee. Yes, that might be it. Uh, yeah, okay. Apogee mic is what it's called, and it's this little itty bitty USB powered mic. So there's nothing, just like Road Pod, Road Podcaster that I have. There's nothing else you need to plug in. You just plug in a USB cord. I said this thing's itty bitty, man. This thing fits in the palm of your hand, and it's got really good sound. And um, it has like this little table tripod stand 
So it can fit like right next to or behind my uh, Retina IMAX when I'm not using it. And it will work grand. Sweet. That sounds like a plan. Yes. I'll link that up. But, um, yeah, I... I think that's about it for me. How about for you? Yeah, let's uh, let's break it. We need to ease ourselves back in. This is a uh, we took a month off. We don't want to like pull any any hamstrings or anything. Getting back into <laughs> oh, by the way, another podcast you should listen to that I was like, oh, what's this? Who cares? I'm not really huge in podcasts that aren't about technology or anything. So never thought about. It, but it's called Serial. Dude, Serial's the Serial's the. You listen to it? Yeah, that's everyone's jam right now. That's uh... I binged on it. I was like, I'll just check this out. Last yesterday, I stayed up all night, <laughs> oh, and so all day and all night, I listened to the whole thing. That might be the first like binge podcasting in in history. You might have just done it last night. I don't know if anyone's <laughs> yeah, ever I, done that before with podcasts. I'm sure they have, but um, yeah, it was great. Great storytelling, man. They they put. I realized the difference. Like, you hear a lot in the tech industry, people talking about podcasts and getting defensive about it and wanting them to be better and all this kind of stuff. And like, it's just dudes on a show talking to other dudes, saying what comes to their head. Yep. You know, there's no preparation yep. in any tech show I've ever listened to. That's what I've ever. been doing. And that's fine because I love hearing stuff off the top of people's heads but this serial thing is something totally different maybe that's what other podcasts normal podcasts are like I have no idea I don't think so I think this is a very unique thing and I think that's why people are are uh, flocking to it right now it's very it's interesting it's like the return of this like radio uh, yeah narrative. this is a it's produced like a- show like this is like watching the news except way more personal and interesting um, and that's I don't know I, I've, I realized I'm like wow this is what podcasting is for it's like you can do live. You can be. Uh, you can you can do live mixed with um, recorded. Yeah, uh, that uh, uh, that's what I like about it. I really you like can be that. personal. You can you can bring your own identity into it. You know what I mean. You can bring your own opinions into it. It's yeah. I don't know. It's it's different than news for sure. Yeah. And I'm I think I'm like five episodes in, and I've started listening to it. I have a decent commute now in my life, which I never expected or thought i would but i'm going i'm in north county up in uh near carlsbad uh which is where drew was just talking about and um the best city in the world it's pretty great it's pretty awesome uh but now i'm, I'm commuting down to uh downtown san diego uh, fairly frequently so i've started listening to the podcast on my commute and it like blows by it's like yeah. 45 minutes of uh you know i'm like you're like in, staying in your car yeah, when i you totally <laughs> am I'm, st- I'm like waiting for an episode to finish uh, sitting in What's the Karen doing out there? The um, but no, it's re- it's it's really good. It's really uh, captivating. I agree. It's like an interesting blend of of um, like this. It, it almost feels like this internal. You're listening to to these internal thoughts of like these opinions forming because you're not only you're getting her like live or you know quote unquote live uh, uh, telling of this, but then you're also getting these recorded pieces where. Not only is she referring to like case files and recordings from interviews with uh, witnesses, and but you're listening to to recordings that she's done previously of investigating and and like on location. Yeah, it's, you uh, hear other people chatter. It's like, yeah, and they and they have breaks in between um, talking, which on all the shows I've heard is terrible. 
like someone will be talking and all of a sudden you hear music and then you hear him talking and you're like, what was that? Right. But in this one, it makes sense because she like ends on a cliffhanger, a little bit of eerie music and then switches to something else or something like that. I don't know. It's, yeah. This, if it were a TV really show, well that's done. the establishing shot. Like you get the second to yeah. breathe from the previous scene. Yep. You see the, yep. outer- the exterior of the building and then next scene. Yeah, it's if you've listened to tech podcasts or, or podcasts from iTunes before, this is nothing like yeah. This is a completely different thing. So if you haven't checked out Serial and you want to experience a new form of media, check it out because it's pretty killer. Yeah, definitely do. Serialpodcast.org, I believe, is the URL. Sounds right. Sounds like she's said that a couple times. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, that's it for today. Um, hopefully we'll be back sooner than, than we were last time. And yeah. thanks everyone for tweeting that you want to hear more episodes. Pretty killer. And it should get pretty interesting, hopefully in the future, um, as I'm out traveling about, maybe I'll have stories. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to hearing you, uh, not only the, the echoes of the interior of your fifth wheel, but also hearing the, <laughs> the adventures of, uh, That's true. of what you're up to. That. Luckily, it'll be in my bedroom, so there'll be a big bed in there, so hopefully that will <laughs> let's get some, make it not so echoey. Yeah, let's get some good sound. Uh, but it'll be a small space, so you'll probably hear my kids. That's all right. <laughs> That's what Narwhals is. Yes, Here it is. is. All right. Thanks again, everyone, and we will talk to you later. See you guys.